Welcome. This is the Retire South Shore Radio podcast, produced by South Shore Retirement Services, inviting you to get started on the path toward your dream retirement today. Hello, I'm Jordan Rich with the founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services, Mark Rowlett. Enjoy today's episode. We welcome you to another edition of Retire South Shore Radio. It's great to be here. I'm Jordan Rich, and I really enjoy sitting down with my good friend, Mark Roulette, the founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services. It's been about a quarter of a century, sir, and uh, not you and me, but uh, you and your company, and continues to grow. And uh, we've got some exciting news on the website, retiresouthshore.com, about the growing radio network, this wonderful station and many others. So, uh, congratulations, and uh, here Thank we you. are, armed for bear, yeah. ready to go. Yeah, the the radio station and the radio, you know, reaching out and getting information out to people continues to grow. The staff here continues to grow. We have uh, Ava is our latest addition to the staff over here, and uh, she's working with Becky, who you've known for a number of years on our um, marketing and making sure that uh, everything that gets out to people is Good looking and good information. Well, it's all part of that all hands analysis approach that we will continue to talk about and remind yep. people about. You know, the the topic today uh, hits yep. home with so many people. Um, I don't know of anyone who hasn't at least had somebody in the family who's been uh, laid off, let go. That's the nature of work in America for the longest time. Yep. But particularly uh, important today is what happens when somebody is laid off very close to retirement. And this does happen. So it's a great topic to talk about. Yeah, listen, I mean, we talk week in and week out about different strategies, ideas and things to do when you're in retirement to make sure that you don't run out of money, uh, because that's our kind of our mantra. Nobody should have to worry about running out of money. Um, But what if you lose, I guess, control of the last few years of of your working life by being let go, uh, being, you know, some severance package or just the you know, the, the business that you're in decides that they no longer need mm. your your position. And, you know, for some people, they can bounce back relatively quickly. I know it's uh, certainly from us trying to find talented people to come and work in, 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 in South Shore. It's difficult to find people. But for some folks who don't bounce back, bounce back quickly, it can have, a, you know, a, a significant impact on their retirement assets, their retirement outlook and, and their future. So you want to be able to address it. The, the The funny thing is when I was writing this out before we jumped on the air, for some folks, it has a massive impact, but for some folks, it doesn't. And unless you have an actual strategy in place, how would you know uh, whether you're going to be okay or not? So I thought we'd talk about some kind of action plans if you are one of those people who got laid off prematurely before you were ready to retire. Which Which brings to bear the important note that you start really, if you're smart about this, retirement planning before you reach that age. Because, I mean, you don't want to wait till you're 70 and then get laid off, let's say. It's always a good idea to start in your 50s, 60s, so you're prepared for for anything. But one thing you mentioned that is important, and we're not going to ignore this, it's the mental effect. It's the uh, devastating sense that you've lost what you've done at the very tail end, and that can have a real negative effect on people. Yeah. Listen, we, we, I say this every single day, every week, any presentation that we're giving, any radio show that we're on, that there's a huge psychological impact to many people when they go into retirement, um, you know, maybe feeling like you lost your identity and, you know, this is something that I did for 40 years and now I don't do it anymore. And it's a difficult enough transition for people who are 
voluntarily making the decision to retire. So if that voluntary decision is taken away from you a few years before you actually retire because you get laid off, can you imagine how much more difficult that would be for folks? So teeing things up and making sure that you're going to be okay ahead of time obviously makes sense. But if you don't have the, I guess, the opportunity to mm. have time to make that decision and you just get laid off, there's things that you should be addressing and things that you should be doing. That's what we're going to focus on then. Uh, it's it's sort of hypothetical or generic. We're not using any specific cases here. But in the case of a layoff, uh, if somebody had prepared, what should they have thought about in, in advance, let's say? Well, yeah, it's very similar to actual retirement planning. It's just kind of, you know, 11th hour re retirement planning, I suppose, mm -hmm. where you know, the first and foremost is look at your budget. I mean, I think that's just logical for everybody. Everyone should be looking at their budget, not to put you on a budget, but look at what you're spending money on um, and look at it from the perspective of, can you make it a little bit leaner? I mean, we, do you remember we talked about this a couple of years ago when people were in lockdown during the pandemic? They really got a good kind of dress rehearsal as to mm -hmm. how much money they needed versus how much money they wanted. Um, so I think when you start looking at what you're spending money on, what do you actually need and what do you actually maybe not need? And, qu and quite honestly, sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. Nobody wants to get laid off, but you start looking at what you're spending money on and maybe you have like as simple as I have Pandora as a music uh, uh, mm. app and I also have Spotify. Do I really need both of them? Am I listening to both of them at the same time? Just little things like that might be able to help individuals figure out what they actually need to cover their expenses, especially if they're trying to find work going forward. You're listening to Retire South Shore Radio. Go to the website, retiresouthshore.com. You'll get much more information on this and many other related topics. But if you have a specific question that's been bugging you, nagging you, there's that 15-minute no-obligation strategy call, an opportunity to get your question, your specific question answered. Absolutely no obligation. And just go to retiresouthshore.com. There's a simple grid calendar system, you can set up your call in the comfort of your own home. So yeah, we were talking about uh, the 11th hour. I love the way you put that. But uh, if you have had that opportunity to think about a budget, think about what you're spending, that's a first step. What are some of the other steps that uh, people should have taken maybe in advance to to make yeah, this I, all I, easier? I, I think for a lot of folks, it can be a, a bit of a wake-up call or a reality check as to what they're spending money on. And uh, not to say that people shouldn't enjoy their retirement, because I think that's so important. But when something like this happens that you didn't expect to have happen to you three, four, five years before you were planning to actually take that retirement, you know, the budget's obviously really important. I think it's important to kind of take stock of what your savings are. And when I say savings, I just mean savings. You know, you know, your emergency fund. We talked that, uh, about that the other day where how much money do you have that if you are laid off and you are far enough away from retirement that you were actively looking for another job? Do you have enough money to cover you for the next six weeks, the next six months, whatever it might be? Um, to, to have that emergency go-to, oh, no money, that you, you're able to cover all your expenses quickly. Then to take it a step further, um, the way that I, the way that we always look at things, and um, I, I like to try and squeeze a penny out of anything that you can squeeze a penny mm -hmm. out of, because why wouldn't you? If you do have an emergency reserve, and it is sufficient to cover you for, you know, that three to six month period, is that emergency reserve actually making you any money? You know, we talked about this, Jordan, recently, where, you know, people became complacent with money that I have as my go-to, you know, savings. Um, it doesn't make any money, but that's okay. Well, 
fixed interest is a thing now, right? I mean, interest rates have been going up for the last year or so. And and it's a negative for, for people and I feel bad for them for, you know, going to buy houses and the mortgage rates have gone up, but it's a positive and people should be looking at it where savings accounts are now three and four percent for a right. savings account. So that can actually help you and maybe stretch that penny out for an extra month while you're looking for other work. If you're in the age range we're talking about and you're approaching retirement, so maybe you're in your late fifties or sixties. There's also the social security factor, I would imagine, that comes into yep, play. Yep. Very you important. Stole my next topic. Ah, Absolutely. sorry about that. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I think you, people should be looking at social security, especially if you're really close to retirement. If you're 62 plus, maybe social security might dig you out of a little bit of a hole and help you support you know, your lifestyle without having to go all into your own investments or your own money. And And the thing about it is that a lot of people, when I've talked to them about it, they say, well, I'm 63 years old what if I go back to work? I'm going to be making too much money because there's an earnings limitation, mm-hmm. right? When you mm-hmm. take Social Security prior to full retirement age. But Social Security has this thing, this rule inside of it that says, if you t- if you file for Social Security, within 12 months, if you decide or you get a job, you can turn Social Security off, pay them back the money that they paid you, and it's like it never happened, right? And it continues to grow. And you could take a distribution, say, from an IRA account and pay it back. So it's not like you're actually having to write them a check. I mean, you technically are, but where you get that check from can be vastly different types of accounts. The way you describe it, it's almost like an emergency loan that is available to you, like a a cash credit line, and you can use that. That's very effective. And the all-hands analysis uh, team approach that is what South Shore Retirement Services prides itself on, I mean, you've got people who understand the regulations, the rules, and uh, all the minutia that is Social Security. So that's an important uh, factor for people. Yeah, I, I think, you know, every option should be evaluated. Maybe that isn't a good strategy for one person. Maybe it is a good strategy for another person. Maybe in a couple situation, if you think about it, one person gets laid off and they needed that income, but the other person, when they were both working, was putting lots of money into their 401k plan. Maybe you slow down that contribution into the other person's 401k plan to put more money in your pockets um, on a day-to-day or week-to-week basis. So sometimes it's just little tweaks. It has nothing to do with where you put the money. It's just how you look at the dollars that are coming into the bank every single month. Little tweaks can take that pressure off because obviously somebody who gets laid off, close anyone who gets laid off is in, that they, they, they maybe don't expect it and they're not generally happy about it. Sure. But as you get close to retirement and you're nervous that you're not going to be able to find another job, that, that can create a massive amount of stress for an individual. Well, I think you're outlining the fact that there are options and many more than you might think. It's the devastation that hits you when you get that pink slip so close, but when you realize that there are options. The other thing that I was thinking about was, uh, we often talk, Mark, about what people have and they don't know what they have, uh, particularly related to their employers. And it, it helps to have a, a firm like Social Retirement Services dig in and, and get the answers. But sometimes people re- really need to investigate what they have coming to them. Maybe may money that's there that the company's not necessarily coming forth and telling them about, but it's there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Possibly. I, I was with a client a couple of days ago who um, retired from her employer and then all of a sudden got a letter from them saying this large lump sum of money has been segregated to help you pay for your health care in retirement. And she didn't know she was going to get that. We didn't know she was going to get that because it was an unusual thing. But yeah, I think sometimes you want to look at what the benefits are as a, as you've been laid off. 
Um, if you get a severance package, is it a type of severance package that you can control how you get the money so you can take unemployment? Um, how is health insurance going to be a function when you go into retirement? Everyone is aware of COBRA and everyone's also aware that it's very expensive. But maybe there's this transition period from the point that you get laid off to the point that maybe you're able to get on your spouse's health insurance. And COBRA sits there. Um, Stu Millard, who's our Medicare um, specialist, does a really good job of helping people and educating people on things like you just said, things that you didn't know you didn't know, right? I mean, and if anything can help somebody out during that period of time, we want to make sure that they're aware of it. Having a plan is always the best route to take and having a plan that is uh, assisted by people who know what they're doing is especially important. And I can just say for for my own sake that uh, you, Mark, and your team have been around a long time. You, particularly, for a quarter of a century, you old geezer, you, and you're doing <laughs> and you're doing this kind of work, and it it's multiplied every single year with more regs, more information. But I know you thrive on it, and that's why people appreciate you. And uh, again. To find out how you can get a, 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 a question answered in that 15-minute no-obligation strategy call, a very effective method, just go to the website, retiresouthshore.com. There is a solution. In fact, there's a whole bevy of them, Mark, as we've discussed. What about the investment side? We talked about savings. We talked yep. about making sure you're, you're budgeting appropriately, which everyone should do. You're yep. going to be able to tell us how the investments can work in our favor. Well, I think everyone should be evaluating their investment portfolio from time to time anyway but if you've if you've gotten laid off maybe you're looking at it from the perspective of oh gosh maybe i'm going to need this money a little faster than i thought i was going to need it so the obvious is is the allocation still correct for somebody who may be starting to take money from those accounts so having an analysis done and a stress test which is kind of how we would look at clients as they're teeing themselves up for retirement anyway that there's no better time to do that when you know the the, the dust settles are a, a, a little bit after you, you have been notified that you're getting uh, laid off and, and to take a look at the overall allocation. Then I think you start looking at, all right, well, I have a 401k plan. If let's say you have a 401k, should I maybe roll it out into an IRA account? Um, why might you want to do that? Well, you might want to do that because it could be less expensive to have the IRA account versus the cost of having the 401k plan. It could be that your 401k plan was very limited in its investment options um, and rolling it out to an IRA is not a taxable event, but it allows you the opportunity to invest in, in basically anything that IRAs invest in versus the menu of options that your 401k plan had. So sometimes it makes an awful lot of sense from a cost standpoint and from an option standpoint to roll that 401k out. I know the last thing you're thinking about when you're laid off is Uncle Sam and paying your taxes. Perhaps it's the last thing on your list, but that does enter into all of our discussions when it comes to investments, where that money is and how it's going to be allocated. Uh, required minimum distributions are going to happen in the future. So I imagine that's a consideration as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I think that maybe it's not the last thing on everyone's list that they're thinking about, but it's certainly <laughs> the last thing on everyone's list that they want to do is pay taxes. Uh, yeah, that's the last but, thing I want to think about. Let's put it that <laughs> yeah, way. Right. But, you know, it, it maybe it makes sense to take your 401k, put it into an IRA. Maybe it makes sense to say, oh, well, my spouse is working now. And yeah, I wasn't expecting to get laid off, but financially we're okay. But now your income has gone down. So maybe there's an opportunity there to start looking at some Roth conversions. However, there's there's no definitive right answer for every single situation because maybe you got laid off and you're 
seven years away from retirement and you're 56 years old and your broker says, well, now we can roll your 401k out. Well, maybe you've now pigeonholed yourself because if you're 55 years old plus and you leave a company that you had your 401k at, you can make what's called discretionary withdrawals of principal without that 10% premature withdrawal penalty that, that applies to IRAs. So just be very careful of when you should take money out, when you should roll money out, explore all options. I say this because we recently have um, a new relationship with a couple and she retired young, wasn't laid off, but she retired young, which was great because she'd done a great job saving. And immediately the broker rolled all of her 401k money out, but she wasn't 59 and a half. So mm. all of a sudden she needed to start taking money out of the account. And then there is a rule that will allow them to take money out, but it's very restrictive. Whereas if the broker who they were talking to had maybe just been a little less self-serving, maybe they could have looked at it and said, is there a possibility that you're going to need some of this money? Maybe we should leave this money in the 401k plan because you can make those discretionary withdrawals of principal. Actually, when they came on board, they asked their existing broker at the time, who is now we, we're their advisors, why didn't we talk about that? And the answer was, I wasn't aware that that was an option, which is, mm. again, a scary, scary thing that he wasn't aware that that was an option. But I think it's just trying to not see the forest for the trees or not seeing the forest for the right, trees. And right. You're in a situation where maybe you're kind of foggy because you just lost your job and, and you weren't expecting to do it. And maybe you don't want to make really quick decisions that you can't go back on. And Mark, let's just set the record straight on one thing. If you do get laid off, uh, no fault of your own, if you do get laid off, that IRA, I'm sorry, that 401k that you have been building for 20, yeah. 30 years, that's still in place. You don't, there's no law, there's no rule that says you have to uh, uh, take all your money out and run. No, generally, I mean, I've seen a handful of companies that require people to roll their 401ks out when they're no longer employed within a short period of time to an IRA. But I would say 99% of companies, it's not a requirement. You can just leave the money mm -hmm. in the 401k till such time as you want to move that money out. You mentioned the spouse, and I think this is an important aspect to all of this. So many of our listeners are, are couples, thankfully, and they're working uh, two jobs, one on one side, one on the other, and then one loses a job, let's say. But the consideration is important, right? The other income, the other person's investments, how they're going to mesh and meld together. Again, the, the importance of planning, let's call it bi-person planning as opposed to single-person planning at that point. Yeah, I mean, if you're... A married couple uh, or your finances are together you know i mean it, you don't have to be married to do this but if your finances are all right we have house money here and one person gets laid off and one person doesn't and the person who doesn't get laid off is contributing into their 401k and maybe they have limited options in their 401k and then the person who gets laid off is taking distributions from their ira account well maybe it's just smart to cut out the middleman there and say well we won't make more contributions into this 401k um, we'll have more money going into the bank from that person's paycheck, and then we have to take less money from the IRA account. Tax-wise, it's the same, but it's options-wise. Maybe there's better options in the IRA account from an investment perspective than there was in the 401k. Um, so it, it it really, as, a, as an Irish person who loves horses, it's horses <laughs> for courses, right? I mean, it's different with every single situation. I think the key thing that we always try to get across on the show every week is that 
look at your options. Don't make some rash decision. You don't have to do it immediately. Maybe there's something that you need to do tomorrow and maybe you can pull money from a savings account and then you can always reevaluate and replenish funds from some other source. But I would say if something like this happens to you, you know, once you've gotten to the point that you're like, all right, what do I do next? Pick up the phone, call someone. I mean, ideally call us, it'd be fantastic, but call someone and say, what are my options that I'm not aware of? If you decide to call Mark, his number is 781-836-4214, 781-836-4214. And, and in the final moments of this yeah. program today, uh, I think the the capstone on all of our discussion has to do with planning and, and being strategic. And that sounds a little heady when you're on your own, but when you have uh, someone like the All Hands Analysis crew working on it, a lot of these things uh, will be flushed out and taken care of. You you can find the I like keep referring to the drone view as opposed to just the uh, narrow view. When you're laid off, you feel rotten for a couple of days, maybe for yeah. a week. So yeah. take a time to take a deep breath and let somebody look at your overall situation and help you. Plan. Yeah, I mean our holistic approach to retirement planning. It's the same sort of holistic approach to a situation that you weren't expecting to have happen, being laid off prematurely or being laid off is always premature because you don't expect mm. it. But yeah, I mean, I think all of our client relationships, it's a relationship, right? I mean, listen, I realize and everyone who's listening realizes that the stuff that we have, the the different types of investment vehicles and different ways that you can position your money, it's not like we have something that nobody else has. It's the same things, right? Your your stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, annuities, CDs, whatever it might be. It's how you arrange things um, that could be the difference between making it and not making it. And and really, it's 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 the trust factor clients that we work with truly trust us and we take that responsibility really seriously besides obviously being fiduciaries i think it should, it, we take it really seriously not because just it's a legal requirement because this is people's life savings and when something dramatic like this happens they're vulnerable and they look and they seek advice and they hope to get advice that is in their best interest as opposed to mm. in the other party's best interest. We've done roughly five years of radio shows. It's hundreds that of crazy? shows. Incredible. And we're building the radio network as we speak. Go to the website to find out what we're talking about there. But one of the things that uh, is a constant theme is even in what might seem like the dark days, we've gone through the pandemic together. We've gone through uh, economic uh, inflation, hardship, taxes. You went through our first show with me together. Remember how anxious I was when we got on the air? Oh, my goodness. We're, we're, we're old pros now. You certainly are. But the point that I wanted to make was uh, people are, are tense and nervous, as, as you can expect. But there is always something that can be done. There's always something. If you take the time to plan, if you take the time to take that big, deep breath and settle down and take a, a look at the big picture— I don't know of anyone that you've talked with me about who has not had some option at some point. Yeah, listen, I mean, most of the people that we talk to have someone in their world who helps them with their finances, right? They're 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 paying someone, whether it be, you know, the bank getting to utilize your money and a broker having a commission, an advisor charging a fee. Um and and if there's nothing wrong with a client's strategy and there's there's nothing that can be improved upon. There's no benefit to starting a relationship with, you know, creating a problem that wasn't there in the first place. So I have had multiple situations with people who've called in from that strategy 
you know, the 15 minute strategy call and I've met with them or we've talked to them for 20 minutes on the phone. And I say, everything that you are doing seems on point. In fact, I've actually gotten probably four or five emails unsolicited from other financial advisors thanking me for reaffirming what they had Mm -hmm. done for their clients because they said it's kind of refreshing because that doesn't really happen in our industry very often. But I want to build and continue to build South Shore Retirement in the right way. And we want to be you know, good for the community and 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 help people. And um, obviously, I make a living doing this, and everyone understands that. But to me, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it, right. and I, I feel like we do it the right way. Thank you for subscribing and downloading the Retire South Shore Radio podcast. Feel free to leave a review and a rating, and tell your friends about us. For much more, visit RetireSouthShore.com. That's RetireSouthShore.com. Discover how South Shore Retirement Services helps individuals and their families achieve their ideal retirements. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the Insurance Business Roulette and Associates, LLC DBA South Shore Retirement Services. Roulette and Associates. LLC DBA South Shore Retirement Services is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Roulette and Associates, LLC DBA South Shore Retirement Services are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, Safety or lifetime income, generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mark Roulette and Associates LLC DBA South Shore Retirement Services is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mark Roulette & Associates, LLC DBA South Shore Retirement Services.